Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson. And I'm Leah Thomas. And this is The Slowdown. In collaboration today with As She Rises. I was a park ranger in rural Kansas the summer following the Ferguson uprisings. I just needed to heal in nature. So I took an assignment to go to the middle of nowhere in a national park that's one of the least visited. And that site is called Nicodemus National Historic Site. It's the first town west of the Mississippi that freed African-Americans after slavery went to build a community. And they quite literally used their hands and barks from the tree to dig into the ground and build dugouts. And with their freedom, that was enough. And they stared at the sky and eventually built homes and schools and churches. And I started thinking about how can I help people recontextualize environmental history to see these stories that sometimes are buried in the soil or deep within textbooks or not in textbooks at all. Even if this textbook I'm reading doesn't talk about people who look like me in this space, we are out there and our stories are so different. That intentional seeing and seeing through creative work feels like one of the best ways to get acquainted with these issues, right? So tell me about a time in which a dry space has upended your expectations. So I went to Joshua Tree my last year in school, and I go there often. It's a beautiful desert national park in California. I camped during a historic meteor shower which essentially just looks like hundreds of thousands of falling stars happening at once. What of that experience will you carry with you from day to day? I think the beauty of feeling so small in this world and that not to be a scary thing. I think sometimes when you think about the magnitude of the universe or of the world, it's really Mm. overwhelming. But it's also really beautiful to think of yourself as just one small piece of the puzzle of this just global or even across the universe ecosystem of who knows what's out there. So there's Mm -hmm. something about looking at the moon, looking at the stars that makes me just feel so connected to other humans. These dry places, you mentioned how they make you feel small. I'm curious about how that plays itself out in your relationship to the earth. How does size relate to living in the resources of, let's say, the Colorado River Basin? The first thing that came to me was thinking about little ant colonies (laughs) and how I was in Costa Rica and I saw something called leaf cutter ants. Mm -hmm. So they climb up the tree and sink and they cut leaves to bring back to their little home to build a compost. They're so incredibly smart to grow mushrooms to feed the colony. And just seeing these hundreds of little ants all working for the same purpose and going together, that's how I feel in some ways. Mm -hmm. Like, I am just an ant in this whole world, and yet my role matters. 
Because I think sometimes when people feel small, they start to get really malistic or like, you know, nothing I do matters. But Mm -hmm. even one of those little ants, if they didn't bring a leaf down from the tree, that would slow down their ability to build a mushroom. So when it comes to issues of the Colorado River Basin or other environmental justice issues, I know that I have to identify what my special leaf cutter skills are. And if that's (laughs) particularly writing, social media, or working with students, that's what I want to do for the greater cause. And then being a great community member to other folks that are doing other things, whether it's protesting on the ground, founding their own nonprofit, whatever it might be, and we can all play a role. So... I like feeling small because I feel like small doesn't mean not impactful or courageous. There's something that can be really empowering about it. I feel like one of the barriers is having people honor that interdependence. I think we live in a culture where independence of self and accomplishments overrides any kind of connections of shared responsibility or working together to overcome and address issues that may not directly impact us. But once we become aware of how water rights, for example, impact communities, then maybe we might be a little bit more invested in those issues. There definitely is interdependence all across the river. And Mm -hmm. I love when people stop to take time to think. So if you just hear, okay, the Colorado River Basin doesn't have enough water, someone off wherever it might be, Louisiana might be like, okay, like what does that have to do with me? But to be able to say, like, do you like peaches? Do you like almonds? (laughs) Do you like these things? You know, it all matters. I hope it encourages people to think about how even when things feel so far away, we are, you know, a global community and our actions impact other people and the earth and Mm -hmm. so on. One of the reasons why I'm drawn to poetry is because it invites a scale of seeing that sometimes might go undetected. Your work kind of allows folks to engage in what might be hidden. Today's poem invites that same scale of seeing and care, not only across universes, but also throughout time. Theme for the Nautical Cowboy by Kinsel Drake. My mother wouldn't let me go to the rodeo when I was younger. So I jet off with my girl and her truck to a George Strait song. It's in our cosmology to chase the tails of dogs over the horizon. The sky stretches, map of strange stars. I list the star signs of my exes, none of them from Texas. We cheers our Baja blasts. Almost all sacred things are blue. Baby blue, baby blue. You joke that you'll never date a white boy, eh? You sing a love song to shit straight hair and nighttime eyes. The compass needle stays glued to the moon. I catch your eyes in every mirror. There was once a prehistoric ocean all around us, even whales. We puff out the great swimming shapes of their bodies. This layer rock, trilobites, This layer, some ancient eel. How small we are. How funny. Massive fish ghosts vibrate to George Strait. Time is read backwards in the rock body. Oldest to the top, 
magma pushing what's fresh to the surface. Your hand skims the deep blue sandstone, these long, cooled shells. Teardrop, turquoise sliver of horizon, the creeping river invisible in the dark. Here's to you. Here's to you, ancient and alive. The sky stretches full of old and older ghosts, our once and forever waiting pool. Thanks again to Leah Thomas, host of season three of As She Rises and the founder of Intersectional Environmentalist, and to the entire team at Wonder Media Network. As She Rises brings together poems from artists throughout North America that depict the effects of climate change on their home and their people. Season three, which focuses on the challenges facing the ecosystem and communities of the Colorado River Basin is out now. The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. Find us on Instagram at Slowdown Show. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost to splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.